Did you know that Nika AATC offers self-paced online courses on a growing range of topics aimed at helping you improve health outcomes for people with HIV? These interactive courses can typically be completed in about an hour and cover multidisciplinary topics such as smoking cessation in people with HIV, geriatric assessment and integration and models of care, managing difficult behaviors in HIV care settings, and using Zoom as a virtual workspace. Self-paced online courses are offered on RISE, Nika AATC's online learning platform. Courses are designed for healthcare providers providing patient care for people with HIV, including physicians, physician assistants, nurses, pharmacists, case managers, outreach workers, and other disciplines. To explore online courses for HIV care professionals, navigate to www.nikaatc.org slash rise-courses. That's www.nikaatc.org forward slash r-i-s-e dash c-o-u-r-s-e-s or click the link in the podcast episode description. Tanika in the Know, a podcast for healthcare providers in the HIV field. I'm Mariana Brayman. Today, I'm sitting down with John Farragon to talk about our HIV mobile apps for providers and some updates that were recently released. Welcome again, John. Yeah, thanks. Glad to be here again. So, John, you were involved with updating the Nika AETC mobile apps mm-hmm. on drug interactions. What can you tell us about them? Yeah, thanks, Mariana. Uh, correct. Uh, we recently re-released these just in the last couple of weeks, maybe. Um, well, probably about a month ago, probably sometime in August. But what happened now is that um, they, you know, we updated, we had to update some of the information in the Google Store and also in the in the uh, in the Apple Store as well. Um, these, I think, are some really useful applications based on the DHHS HIV guideline table. So, and some of our previously created guides um, that we had uh, done before, and these are really helped to helping providers to manage HIV infection and drug interactions with HIV meds. So. All four apps are now both available in the Apple and Google stores, and everything's been up and updated. So the first one we'll cover is the, the DHHS guideline app. So I just want to con- encourage all of you to, like many people, um, if you're going to search for this, I've been told that you really have to search DHHS guidelines. So if you do HIV-DHHS in the Apple store or the Google store, this this will definitely come up. And you'll see when it comes up, you'll see the NICA AATC logo, which has been updated as well. Um, but what this was, basically, this is a, um, a DHHS drug interaction table app. So for those of you who know the tables and know those um, uh, know the, those, uh, those, those tables that are actually in the guidelines, this has all been now added into this app. And it's been available for a couple of years now, but now it's been updated with some of the new information. So uh, there's basically a drop down um, at the bottom. There's actually four different there's four different um, tabs. And the first one is the HIV and primary care medication. And this has basically four drop-down sections. So you pick your class, your, your medication, and then you pick the concurrent HIV class and concurrent HIV medication. So there's four different drop-downs. But before you even get in there now, we also have a kind of an entry uh, thing that you have to say, get started. It's kind of a disclaimer. It's got all of our all of our, um, uh, all of of our our disclosures as well from, from, from HRSA. Um, tab two is HIV to HIV drug interactions. I think this is where it's probably most helpful in the, D- in the DHHS interaction app. This one has interactions between the eight different HIV medications that you might be using. So um, 
if you're combining, you know, for example, non-nukes with protease inhibitors, for example, you can actually search that. What's been added to this section here is the new lenacapavir, which is the capsid inhibitor. So that was one of the big changes to the tables over the last couple of months, the last six months or so. So that's actually been added. Tab three is metabolism. It's basically, there's a chart in the guidelines which lists how all the drugs are metabolized. And it actually has that as well. Um, and you can take a look at that. And then I think tab four is really helpful at the bottom on the right-hand corner. It's a resource tab. And it basically has, um, uh, just like the first app, uh, all these resources are, are linked in, in, the, in, the, in this tab. It, it has telephone contacts. It has uh, web contacts for um, for HRSA, for the national curriculum, for example, for all of the major HIV drug interaction and major, major HIV drug information websites that you would use, they're actually in there. There's also some, some stuff on addiction as well. Um, and some of the, some of the substance use disorder web source, web resources are also in, in that resource tab. So it's, it's actually pretty good as a, as a start. Now, I know many patients with HIV also have concurrent psychiatric illness, and I understand that one of the apps is just for psychiatry. Is that right? Yeah, so that's correct. So what? So so the DHHS app is one is one thing. Now, the second app we did was was called this HIV HIV and psychiatric um, and HIV drug interaction. So many of you may if you may remember this if you've been around doing HIV long enough, but the ATC used to have a psychiatric guide. It was a pocket guide that actually was like a, on a kind of on like, you know, on one of those spirals that you could kind of flip. And it was a small uh, pocket guide that you could fit in your, you know, it was small enough to fit in your, in your lab coat. And it was really helpful. I think it had a lot of the psychiatric interactions. So basically what we did is we took a lot of the information out of that and we converted it into just, just the psych medications, psychiatric medications that are used commonly. And we used kind of a, uh, a combination of both the tables from DHHS and also some of this old, some of the information that was in this guide. And again, it's just kind of the same thing. There's these drop downs where you have, you can pick the psych, psychiatric class, the psychiatric med, the, the concurrent HIV class and the concurrent HIV medication. And it'll give you basically the outputs that are in the DHHS table. So if it tells you not to use carbamazepine with whatever drug, or if it tells you to, you know, be, be cautious of, of TCA toxicity if we're using these drugs together. You know, it'll tell you all that, you know, depending on what, what psychiatric med you're combining with what antiretroviral. It has the metabolism of the HIV and psych, uh, psych classes. Um, and then it also has that same web and telephone resources. This one only has three tabs at the bottom, not four, but that last tab, the web and telephone resources is the same across all four of the apps. Um, so that's actually really helpful. And it's similar to the psychiatric app, Mariana, we also used our, our we have a, we had a recreational uh, drug guide that we used to have back in the day that and a narcotic guide. So we had two separate guides that we combined into one that had both the recreational medications and also had narcotics and um, and drugs for opiate and for substance use disorder. So um, there's a in this one there's a, there's there's actually four drop downs in this one. And it has uh, opioid and math ther th uh, therapy, so you can pick that one, or you can pick HIV and recreational drug interactions. And when you go into this app, you'll you'll see when you if you download them, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. You basically again pick the class of drugs, pick the individual med you're talking about, and then it asks you to pick the HIV drug uh, drug class and then the HIV drug itself, and then it'll give you some kind of an output. What's good about this, though, at least for the recreational substances, it also has. Um, there's a, um, it talks about potential adverse events with the recreational drug and also some harm reduction principles related to that, to that individual substance. 
This one is a little less, um, I don't want to say it's not scientific, but it's hard to find the data exactly. So when we created that guide years ago, we kind of had, you know, um, some experts to kind of weighed in to say what the harm reduction principles probably should be. And I think that's really, really done, done well with the recreational drug interactions. But again, if you look, if you're looking for medication assisted therapy, or, you know, for example, if you're looking at buprenorphine uh, interactions or methadone interactions, it's all, it's all pretty much um, in, in this, uh, this narcotic, um, recreational narcotic application that, that we have. Um, and, and also the web and telephone resources is the last tab, which also has the, again, is the same for all four apps, which I think is really helpful. I know that many patients with HIV and HCV co-infection have already been treated, but these medications can also interact with HIV meds. So what about the fourth app that's being released? Yeah, so this one actually just does uh, app four, Mariana, is just on HIV and hep C drugs. So you're right, most people have been treated, um, although we still have people coming in who may potentially have either failed or been reinfected. This certainly does happen in hepatitis C. Um, so most of the drugs that we use now, like for example, sofalpatosphere, uh, even sofalodiposphere, even, even the um, the GP lecapavir propentosphere, a lot of these drugs don't have a lot of significant interactions, but what we did with this one, we actually had the HIV and hepatitis C interactions, but then we also added the, the uh, hepatitis C and primary care medication drug interactions as well. So um, so anything that's in the label for any of these medications where they may interact with drugs like, for example, any primary care medication that's listed is also now in this app as well, which I think is really helpful. Um, and then uh, the we also have... Uh, um, the metabolism of, of, of both the HIV and the hepatitis C meds, and also some of the web and telephone resource, resources for this one. So bottom line, you know, um, you know, these are really great apps, I think, for, for people to, to use. So just to sum up, what do HIV care providers need to know about these apps and why should they download them? Yeah, so I think the, the apps are really helpful. I think they're, they're different than many of you may use the uh, HIV, uh, the Liverpool app which is really, really good. I think the difference with this, with these apps, at least for the first one, all of the outputs are basically based on the DHHS guideline tables. So if you if you know those tables, they're very, very hard to search. You know, there's no really no way to search them. You can go to the individual page in the table and find it. But now there's an actually, this app will actually help you do that. And it's been available for a couple of years now. Um, so I think that's really the most important thing. Um, it's going to probably be the most useful for providers who are taking care of patients. And it also has that HIV to HIV drug interaction table that's in the guidelines as well. So if you're combining it with certain medications, you know, that are two HIV class of medications for somebody's treatment experience, for example, I think this will be really helpful. The other thing too, I'll also mention, Marianne, is that this has been updated again with Elenacapavir. Also, all of the uh, all of the drugs for MPOX that, that we're using, like Ticoverimat, and there's other drugs as well. There are some interactions that you have to think about. So we're not seeing a lot of MPOX this summer. We barely saw any. Uh, wasn't it was nowhere near what we saw uh, in 2022. Um, however, you know, I think there's a lot of people that feel that it's not, you know, this is not going away forever. And certainly, if that comes, if that rears its head again, you know, the, 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 those those data sets are in there. In addition to some other updates as well. So I think it's really helpful in the long run to have, you know, these these different options. And I think the recreational narcotic guide is helpful. And certainly if you're just treating psychiatry, if you're, for example, if you're a psychiatrist out there and you're doing each and you have somebody with HIV, this is a, that, that psych app in particular is very, very good for, for some of those specific situations and those specific uh, 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 
providers that are that are working with those patients. So I think they're going to be helpful. Don, thanks so much for joining us and telling us about these mobile apps geared specifically towards HIV care providers. You can find information on where and how to download the apps in the episode description. We really hope you learned something new today. To learn more about Nika AATC's work and our role in ending the HIV epidemic, visit us at www.nikaatc.org. That's www.nikaatc.org. If you have questions or comments about anything we covered today, or if you have suggestions for topics you'd like to hear us talk about, don't hesitate to email us at podcast at nikaatc.org. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at nikaatc.org. Stay safe and we'll see you on Thursday for our next episode of Nika in the Know. This presentation is supported by the Health Resources and Services Administration, HRSA, of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS. The contents are those of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of, nor an endorsement by HRSA, HHS, or the U.S. government.